0: Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello there. Okay, so today's episode is more of a behind the scenes. One of my friends reached out and she left me this voice message, multiple. <laughs> and what I replied to her with, the insight and encouragement and the remembering that I offered to her, I wanted to bring an offer to you as well. Because how often, right, do we get access to a brain that thinks like mine does and then can encourage us and redirect us? And I, it's not that often. And so I wanted to make sure that I had a place to reference and send all of you and to give this to you as that just that behind the scenes that insight because I know it's valuable um so here's the scenario let me paint the picture for you she had two consults um one of them she was waiting to find out from the other one was a follow-up and the follow-up basically it was interesting what she said was like I could have never guessed what this person would have said And I just want to stop here because any time you are learning a method for being on consults, right? Like my first sales coach taught me a script and that did not help me at all (laughs) because I didn't believe in what I was selling. I was unsure, right? I still had a lot of uncertainty and my own integrity refused to allow me to sell something that I was unsure about. So everybody's going to have a different way that they teach you to run a consult, But no matter how you run a consult, you need to lean on your coach skill. And if you haven't been taught this skill, hear this and then think about how you're going to go learn it. And that skill is that you can be told anything and have no idea what's coming at you, right? And still curiously explore what happened. That's what coaching is. We have no idea what someone's going to bring us on a call. And so there's a lot of self-trust and trust in our skills and our trust to navigate things and ask questions and serve our person and focus our mind on theirs. And that is how we serve a client coaching. That same skill comes into a consult. You never get to know what they're going to bring. But the most valuable thing you do is you don't make assumptions and you curiously explore what they tell you rather than believing what they say now let me give you an example what they say might be well I don't really want something so structured that's what that's what this person told my friend and in retrospect she was like oh I should have asked what that even meant right because as a as a human as someone who wants someone to work with us and we know we can help them when they say those words to us as in in our human mind, we're like, oh, okay. And then we move on to the next question, right? We're like, what am I going to say next? How does this work? Right? There's all that element of like, trying to move it in a way or trying to like release caring. But you have to stay in coach mode. And even if you learn this after the fact, it teaches you then how to do it the next time, which is to be like, oh, I had no idea what she meant by she didn't want something so structured. And so that becomes where you're like oh i need to just curiously explore that when they tell me phrases that are right when i i mean like that phrase means something to her but it doesn't mean the same thing to everyone that's what i mean by like listening for those kinds of words and like exploring them as a coach because our brains on normal human mode we just assume we know what that means right and then we move on in a conversation but as a coach We wanna stop that and we wanna explore it and see what they mean by it and just get more information. It might be a relevant place to go, it might not be. So I say all that to say, right? Like that was the thing she talked about in this message to me. And then she was just kind of asking me, like, do you have any insight for me? And I was like, no, (laughs) I have no idea what happened because I don't, right? Like that was the follow-up call that wasn't even the first call, right? Whatever happened probably happened in the first call. I have no idea what it is. (laughs) I would need way more information. And even if she gave me way more information, I'm not always gonna be able to see exactly what happened, right? So the advice I gave her now reflects this, because here's what I told her. There are two parts to this. The first part is when it comes to learning from something. Now, we're always learning, right? You touch something hot, Today, I boiled some eggs, I took the pan, I was using a hot pad, I put it in the sink, I touched the pan somehow, and my finger was burnt. My brain now has a connection between (laughs) making the eggs in the pan and, ooh, I burned myself, that hurt. We are always learning as humans. It's the same thing in your business. You are always learning in your business as well, it's just, right, it happens so subtly sometimes, and you have to make that learning more conscious. You take that from a subtle learning, because our our unconscious brain will learn things that we don't want it to learn. It will be like, oh, sometimes people are mean to other people when they post content on social media. I don't want people to be mean to me, so I won't post content on social media, right? Your brain's like, I learned that lesson from someone else, No, right? You don't want to subtly learn. You don't want your unconscious to learn those things. You want to learn consciously. You want to make it a choice in watching yourself learn. So she was coming to me thinking that I have some insight, right? But here is the learning part that I said back to her. And it's that when I learn from myself, I never rely on someone else's insight. Now, There's a lot of self-trust that I have built with myself. There is a lot of, uh, it's not self-trust, but it's more of like the habit of leaning only on me. And so when I learn from myself, I don't want anyone else's insight because my own thought about that is if I have someone else's insight, first of all, it's just their opinion. They really don't know either, although they might have access to something else. But I then also think that it creates a dependency in me, in any human, to then crave other people's insight, other people's expertise. And I don't even want to, like, right, like, I don't want to give my brain any inkling of liking that, because it's just not reliable, right? It's like my emotions now lean on them. My ability to move forward leans on them, even if it's just in my own mind. So when I think about learning from something, I make sure that I'm only I'm I'm only learning I'm only focused on what I can learn and I'm okay with whatever it is I'm able to learn. And and here's what I mean by that. Anything I can see that I could change or do better, I grasp onto that and I run with it. Right? I tell myself I have this whole Now you're going to have to teach your brain to do this, right? But I talk to myself about that where I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to change this time. Like that makes sense. I'm going to shift that. Oh my gosh, I would never have learned that if I hadn't had this call, right? Like I didn't, I don't love that the person didn't hire me, right? I'm thinking about her from her scenario. I don't love that, but like that's, this is what I needed to learn this lesson, right? That's how I talk to myself through it. So it creates this mental experience where I'm talking to myself, I'm like, ooh, I saw something, right? So there's kind of this like eagerness and like inner delight. <laughs> and then I'm talking myself through like, you know, I'm accepting that I don't love the outcome, but I'm seeing the the growth and the benefit and I'm valuing and wanting that. And so in this situation for her, it's what she saw was, oh, I, on that consult, didn't see when she said that she didn't want so much structure, I didn't see that as a place to explore. And so for her, what I would do, right, if this was me, I would grasp onto that one piece of awareness. If there was nothing else she knew, I would grasp onto that and be like, okay, great. I bet I did that in other places, right? Can I see any of them on that call? oh, like, how am I going to make this different in the future? How am I going to help myself see this in real time so that I don't keep doing this, right? So it's like, I would grasp onto that one thing I'm able to learn and then I would let everything else go. Sometimes what I see is that, and (laughs) honestly, this is the people who are the most unhappy. I mean, not unhappy overall, but like, They have a feeling of like dejectedness. Mm, I think that's a word. But they like, they feel bad about their consults. They feel bad about their business. And it's because in their mind, they're holding on to this idea that they should have been able to learn more. Or that there's something that they're missing and they can't find it. And, and our brain, obviously, of course, never lets it be that simple, right? So it feels bad about that part, but then what the mind does is it then makes it mean something about the future. Like if I'm missing this thing in my consult and I keep getting no's, that means I'm never gonna figure this out and I'm never gonna make money and nobody's ever gonna hire me. That's the way the brain makes these connections. So there's an element here when you're learning from yourself and you're you're choosing to do with this method you're teaching your brain right because the alternative is letting yourself be dejected focusing on all the things you couldn't see and knowing right like focusing on that awareness that there's stuff you didn't see and that you'll never learn from and that somebody else might be able to see and then trying to access their brilliance that's the most unhappy painful place to be versus what I'm 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 teaching you how to do which is to see anything you can learn from, learn from it, and then delightfully move forward, (laughs) right, with that conversation with yourself. Like, yeah, this is exactly what I needed. I'm so glad I learned this. Let's get going, right? So it requires this dependence on yourself, and it also requires you to let go of everything else, to just let it go, to not worry about what you weren't able to, to see, to not worry about any other extra brilliance that might be there for you to learn from, right? No, you just let it all go to only focus on what you know you can learn from. Then the second part of what I said to her and what I would wanna share with you here is that there's the part where we learn, right? And there's teaching your brain to have that kind of conversation with yourself around learning, And then the second part of what I recommend and what I do with my own mind and what I encouraged my friend with is that once you have learned what you could learn and you've released everything else and you've delighted, right? You didn't just learn, but you delighted in what you were able to see and you've counted it as a win, right? So notice how you can walk away from a consult, you can be like, Like, yeah, I don't like that they didn't hire me. That sucks. But you can also still feel like it's a win and that you walked away with something valuable. And then what you do next is you refocus to the future. And the way that I think about this, the way that I want to help you think about this is that in the future, there are two outcomes, maybe more, but we're just going to stick with two. One of those outcomes is that you hit your goal, right? That's an outcome. It's a possible outcome. The other possible outcome is that you don't. They are both possible. And when we just know the way our mind works, it leans towards the negative. And so our mind, unless trained and watched and redirected, will keep going back to worrying and doubting that the future goal you want will happen. And so in this moment, right, you get done with the consult, you've learned what you can learn. It is this moment that you redirect your mind to the future and the goal that you are creating and believing that it's possible that there's a point in the future where it's done and that you're just figuring out the in-between, right? You're figuring out how you do it. I heard this from Jody Moore, and I just, I love it so much because not only does it teach us the words to think or to say, but it also teaches an emotional experience of it. And what she said that's stuck with me for years now is it was in relation to consults. And what she said was when she got off a consult that said no, what she would say to herself was, huh, I thought they might be one of my new clients. But I guess they're not. Hmm. I wonder who is. Right? So it's like, it's acknowledging this, like they booked a call. You know, I I thought that might be a good fit. I thought this was going to be one of my new clients, but I guess they're not. So it's a whole statement, acknowledging what you thought was going to happen. And then almost this like curious delight around like, huh? I wonder who is going to be my next client. I wonder who is going to fill that spot. And it's like, it's such a lightness and curiosity and playfulness. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Now, again, right, you guys, you might hear that and think, oh man, I'm never going to be able to feel that way or think that way. Like that feels so far from my current way of thinking. That's why I'm constantly saying that it's something you're going to teach your mind to do. My mind doesn't work like this because it just, I don't know, there was a button I pushed. No, this the way that I think and the way that I talk to myself and the exact sentences I use that you get to hear here and that just sound normal, I taught myself how to do every single one of these things over I don't know three and a half years and it was it was with every day looking at my mind questioning it deciding where I was going to focus and what I was going to think it was in who I surrounded myself with both paid and not paid and how I then allowed. like I didn't I didn't just let people tell me what to think I I'm not into that right it's like I watch what they think and I'm like hmm do I want to think that too and I take what I want to believe too, and I pick it up. That's why it's like when I when I think about those words Jody Moore said, it's like some things you'll learn to think will be more unconscious, right? You'll just, you'll be like, yeah, I believe that, and you'll pick it up. Other things, when you hear them, it changes something. It's like that breakdown of something you thought was just like, uh, you know, you just never knew was even possible, Like that broke my mind when I heard it and I was like, what? And so I still remember, right? I'm still impacted every time I remember that she said that and how I felt that uh, that like, oh, I could think that too kind of thing. So the second part, right? The first part of my advice to my friend was like, here's how to learn from yourself in a way that's incredibly less painful and will cause you to be happier and more... Like creative moving forward and helping your people. But the second part is then to refocus on your future, to access what's possible and to stay in that space, right? Like to not let yourself go into that low negative um, Debbie Downer cycle Because that's, I mean, right, like we're all at risk of that whenever we don't get the result we want. Anytime we hear no, anytime it goes against our expectation, we are at risk for that low cycle to spin us around. And so this is where you teach yourself a different cycle. You teach yourself a different way to learn from yourself so that you come out feeling like you're winning. You teach yourself how to redirect your mind to the future and what you're creating And that it's equally possible, if not more, right? Because that's what I tell myself. I'm like, yeah, that part that I worry about is possible. But I'm training my mind to focus every day on the result I am creating for the future so that I show up today and create it. Because you guys, what's going to happen when you show up every day to create the result you want in the future? you're going to be more likely to have created it. But if you show up every day and you give room to your doubt and your fear, you're going to accidentally not show up to the goal and results you wanted. I actually get a kick out of this. Like I've watched my cycle so many times that I'm like, that's humorous, but also awful. (laughs) And it's that whenever I have a lot to do, and my mind is worried I can't get it done. Do you guys know what I do instead? I don't do anything related to the thing I need to get done. (laughs) That sounds really crazy, right? But it's like, I've watched my cycle with this. And I'm like, oh, I worry that I won't be able to get it done. And then I go read a book. Or I go, I mean, that's pretty much the only thing I do. (laughs) Some of you might be cleaning or watching TV. I don't know. I'm just going to go read a book. Or I might be like, oh, of course I need to go to Trader Joe's. That's what my brain's been telling me today. It's like, we should really go to Trader Joe's and get that one thing that you've never used before and never wanted until you saw that Instagram video. And I'm like, I know I should, right? (laughs) I am probably going to go get it, by the way, but not till after my work hours. But it's like when you watch your brain, you see the patterns of what it does And you can delight in it, but then you're just not surprised. So when we think about the future and we think about how when you doubt and worry and you give yourself more space for that, you're going to do things that accidentally cause you not to show up for the belief and the goal you have because you just do strange things that don't make sense when you're worried and doubtful. (laughs) But when you're in that belief, and you're focused on it and you're owning it. And you're like, yeah, this is who I'm becoming. This is what I'm doing right now as a part of how I'm creating that. There is a different energy and zing that goes through you. You start to ask yourself different questions. Like, what's one thing I can do today to help me create this? And it's like everything about how you use today then shifts. Okay. That's, that's my, my inside info on the advice I gave a friend that I wanted to make sure to share with you as well, because right we can always have structured content on the podcast, but I think this is the good stuff too. It's, it's hearing the words that you might need to look back on and remember when you do a consult and you're like, man, this feels like there's only one way to experience this, but I kind of remember Elizabeth talking me through another way. And every time I teach you guys this stuff, my hope for you is that I'm teaching you how to use your mind in just a more purposeful way. Because I just, right, like when I think about the things that make me a little crazy, it's like we were taught how to use our arms. We were taught how to walk. But it's like unless we run into a mindset coach, nobody ever teaches us. How to use the mind to create a future on purpose. And I just, I think that's like the coolest thing we could ever do with our brains. Our minds do so much on default, but like we can create amazing, ridiculous, impossible things with our mind and that's what i want to do that's like the most fun thing to me and i just happen to love to do it in business with money and all the fun things we get to do with money in business so that's it for this week i'll talk to you next week hey who's your business coach if you don't have one i'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business i have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful focused and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at ElizabethSalazarCoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.